Dreams Among the Stars by Singing Cookie. The fingers of Izuku's left hand clenched the grippers tightly together for a few solid seconds before forcing them to relax again. His right hand, meanwhile, scrawled what he hoped was some semblance of a decent English sentence. Teeth pressed together as he pulled his pen back from the sheet, gazing over the foreign letters now that they were written out in front of him. Izuku's eyebrows furrowed as a sound escaped him, despite his mouth being firmly shut. He set his pencil down as he laid his head down on his left bicep, clamping and then relaxing on the workout equipment, even as he did. That muffled sound reverberated from his throat for a moment longer before he gave a hearty sigh. English was hard. Even harder when it was... He reached blindly for his phone and pulled it closer to the reel of the time over his all-might background. 11.36. Gods, had it really gotten that late? His weariness was definitely ebbing at him, but he couldn't afford to go to sleep now. He had accidentally let his training regimen run a little longer today, and then made matters worse by collapsing onto his bed and doing nothing but staring at his phone for a solid hour and 45 minutes. Izuku could say he was looking up hero news, but that had only taken 10 minutes. Past that, he had been sucked into the videos and memes that had crossed his path, falling deeper and deeper into the rabbit hole that was the internet. It was only when Aoyama messaged him to ask about comparing an answer on a math assignment that Izuku remembered that homework was a thing that actually existed. It was quick work to help his classmates, since he had already finished that problem, but he still had quite a bit to do himself so he had forced himself to lay out the remainder of his schoolwork on his desk, planning to work through it all before he could go to sleep for the night. Now, an entire hour and a half later, he was left with only this last bit of the English homework that President Mike had assigned them. But it was one of his harder subjects. His exhaustion wasn't doing him any favors, either. He continued to blink at his phone screen, with his thumb hovering just over the internet's application before he shook his head, his green curls tickling his own arm. He couldn't afford to stumble into another video compilation. He needed caffeine. Desperately. Izuku made his way down to the first floor, yawning thickly as he trudged along. If it weren't for the fact that tonight was his last chance to finish that English homework, he would have seriously considered just going to bed. But, he thought to himself as he tapped the button for the lower floor, it's better to get it out of the way now. He would much rather have the chance to sleep in as much as possible. Otherwise, he could wake up incredibly early, finish his homework, and then figure out something to keep him busy until he needed to get ready for class. Yes, this was the better option. He was well aware of the lurch as the elevator settled into place, pausing for but a moment before it opened to release him. He was mildly surprised when he noticed the lights were already on. It was after curfew, so they weren't exactly supposed to be out and about, but usually Aizawa would be forgiving if it was a matter of being fed or watered. Those were the Erasure Hero's own words, and Izuku wasn't quite sure how to feel about the phrasing. It made it sound like they were some kind of plants or pets. He shrugged off the thought as he made his way to the kitchen. If it did happen to be the homeroom teacher, he was pretty sure that he would receive the okay if he informed Aizawa that he only came down to have some tea and wasn't planning to linger for too long. He realized after rounding the corner, however, that someone else had beat him to setting a kettle on the stove. Aurora-san. Her back was toward him when he first spotted her, 
stretching her arms up to grab something out of the cupboard. If he didn't know better, he might have assumed that she had only just woken up. But Uraraka had told him and Ida that she rarely had a fitful night's sleep. Something he could admit to being a bit envious of, his own terrible sleeping schedule considered. Once she heard his voice, she glanced back from the tea packet in her hand to give a smile while she turned back around. Her own tiredness was just as obvious as he assumed his to be, as she said, Deku-kun, surprised you're still up. Uh, I, uh... He reached up to rub at his neck while he glimpsed to one side, saying, Me too, actually. But there was some homework I forgot to do, and... A giggle bubbled out of her throat, and he found himself stammering to a stop at the melodic tones. Same here. He watched as Uraraka set the tea bag into the empty cup she had gotten for herself. You want some tea too? If... if you don't mind. Of course not! She turned back to the cupboard, lifting herself on her tiptoes to grab another packet along with a second cup. Once she had, she set it beside her own, preparing it in a similar fashion. It'd be bad if you fell asleep while you're working, right? Can't have that. I guess so. Izuku leaned on the countertop, settled between them, as he took in Uraraka's appearance for the first time since coming down. He was still in his gym uniform. He hadn't bothered to change since he had arrived to the dorm after his training. He had gotten so distracted by the internet and then throwing himself haphazardly into his schoolwork that he hadn't even thought about getting out of the clothes. In contrast, she appeared to have done the smart thing and changed into pajamas. The black pants were decorated with varying constellations. The white, long-sleeved shirt was left bare across each of her shoulders. Wasn't that cold? And he noticed when she turned back around that it had the Big Dipper on the front, along with the phrase, Reach for the Stars. Deku-kun, what's up? Oh, sorry, I was... He felt his cheeks flush slightly and hoped that she hadn't misinterpreted just where he had been staring. Why did shirt designs always have to lead to that area, anyway? But when he shook his head to snap himself out of it, he noticed her own face hadn't gained any extra color, so she probably, hopefully, hadn't thought that. Thank goodness. I was looking at your clothes, and... Yeah! Aren't they cute? Uraraka was beaming as she spread her arms out and looked down at herself, wiggling her toes as she leaned back on her heels. So cute. Yeah. He mumbled in reply. It was okay to concur, since she said it first, right? Yeah, that wasn't weird at all. To agree with a friend when they were praising their own appearance? It was only weird if he was too awkward about it, which was why a deflection was in order. Uh, anyway. I've never really thought about it before, but... But you really like space, don't you? Huh? He started with her pajamas being themed with space, and then recounted every other instance he could think of. The poster she had hanging on the wall in her room how the space hero, 13, was her favorite. He also remembered how she had been the one to inform the others whenever other planets were going to be visible. Or how excited she had been when she read there was supposed to be a meteor shower coming sometime soon. He had been so busy detailing all those moments that he could recall, he didn't notice the way her cheeks grew rosy and her pointer fingers twirled around each other. Once he had, though, Izuku had trailed off and noticed her eyes looking down and away from him. Ah, sorry. Did I say something? No, no, Deku-kun, you're fine. Her fingers quit circling around each other to raise them up in front of her as she insisted. I just... I didn't realize I made it so obvious. <laughs> she trailed off with a quiet laugh as the kettle started to screech, and she reached over to turn off the stove, moving it to another burner so she could prepare their cups. There's nothing wrong with that, though. 
Izuku found himself assuring her with her more downcast actions being so apparent. Everyone's really into something. I mean, you only have to look at my room for a second to know what I really like, right? You're way more subtle compared to that. Did he just insult himself? My... my point is, it's nothing to be ashamed of. And I... I really like seeing you get so excited about something, you know? She was turned away from him as she picked up the kettle to pour the boiling water into each glass, but he could hear the smile return to Uraraka's voice as she thanked him for saying that. He ensured it was nothing as he clasped his hands together on the countertop. So is there... is there a reason you like space so much? I don't know. Uraraka set one of the cups in front of him, and he was mesmerized by the steam billowing off the top in curls. He would definitely have to wait for it to cool down. A burnt tongue did not sound tempting in the least. He tugged the cup over to wrap his fingers around the warm ceramic, embracing the pleasant feeling as he watched her pull the cinnamon out of the cupboard to add to her own tea. I guess I've always liked it, she mused, taking a teaspoon out of the silverware drawer. She turned back to face him as she sprinkled a hint of the powder into her cup. Izuku couldn't help but notice the softest smile gracing her features as she told him, My dad... He used to say my quirk was so much a part of me that it... It wanted me to float up and join the stars. <laughs> she laughed quietly as she offered the container to him. He accepted the offer, adding a bit to his tea as well. Silly, huh? Of all the words to describe that, silly was the farthest from his train of thought. Sweet. Wistful. Adorable. He wasn't sure which one to say instead, but he wondered for nothing because she was speaking again. You know, I actually considered going for a job in aerospace when I was younger. He watched her swirl the teaspoon in her glass, her last two fingers raised off of the metal as he wondered aloud why she didn't try. Oh, you know, money reasons. She didn't let that stew between them for too long, looking up with a smile as she added, Plus, that's way too much math. Izuku couldn't help the chuckle that tumbled out of him. She just sounded way too worn out by the idea of having to do so much math in her lifetime. He wasn't sure he blamed her for feeling that way, either. Well, even if it's not your first choice. He started, nodding in thanks as she handed him the teaspoon to stir his own brew. With your strength, your drive, your kindness, not to mention your strategies, I think you've shown that you'll be a great hero, Araraka-san. I, um, he was surprised to look up and find her face awash with color. N not if I don't hurry up and drink this tea so I can finish my homework, I won't. His green eyes widened as he watched her take her cup in both hands. Baraka-san, isn't that still hot? It's fine. It wasn't fine. The next several seconds flew by so fast that there was nothing he could do to stop it. But even still, it all played out in such agonizing detail. Uraraka had lifted the tea to her lips, giving a delicate slurp before her eyes instantly shot open. She tugged it back away in a frenzy, her tongue sticking out, and one of her hands flew up to fan at her face as she set it back on the table. Al! Are you- He noticed her cup was starting to drift upward between them, so he reached across the counter to catch it. Thankfully, Izuku managed to secure a grasp on it before it could keep floating and send scalding tea cascading everywhere. The cup was fighting him to reach the ceiling, but he managed to press it firmly onto the countertop. Now he just couldn't let it go. Great. He gave a tiny sigh before he wondered, Are you alright, Aurora-san? 
It was easy to spot the water building from the corners of her eyes, but even so, he watched her nod as she went to grab another glass from the cupboard. Uraraka was still waving cool air toward her mouth with her free hand while she filled the glass with cold water. It was half empty within seconds, though, and she groaned as she leaned back against the countertop. Ugh, that was so dumb. It was, but maybe he shouldn't agree with that out loud. He glanced back down at the counter, taking in the sight of her tea rippling as he struggled to keep it held down. You, um, may want to release your quirk so your cup doesn't spill when you take it back. Her eyes snapped to attention, focusing on him before looking down to the beverage. Uraraka tapped her fingers together as she apologized. He assured her that it was nothing as he finally retracted his hand to bring it back to his own drink. Sorry, Deku-kun, she said again as she heaved a sigh, wiping at each corner of her eye with one finger. I guess I'm more tired than I thought, doing such weird things. It's fine. I'm just glad you weren't hurt. Wait, she had been hurt, though. Well, any worse than a burnt tongue, anyway. The teaspoon clinked as he swirled it in his ceramic cup, and it filled the otherwise comfortable silence between them. Besides, it was probably my fault. He started after a time. Putting you on the spot like that. It wasn't your fault! Uraka shook her head, her bobbed hair swaying with the intensity of the motion. She gazed down at her own tea, and her face was overtaken with an exquisite smile. I just... wasn't expecting to hear something so nice. One moment, he was admiring the way her smile could cast the entire room in such a soft glow, and in the next, he was forcing his free hand to come to a stop. Izuku's fingers had inched their way toward hers in his reverie, and it took all of his willpower to keep from pushing that fragile line he had tried to toe. We... I... He corrected himself as he straightened up. I should probably head back up. Homework and all. Oh. Was that a flicker of disappointment dancing across her face? No. He must have imagined it. Yeah. Of course. Thanks for the tea. And I... He found his words disintegrating into nothing as an odd sense of dread filled him. Don't say those words. He shook his head, trying to brush off his sudden unease. It was fine to say. They were friends, for goodness sake. I'm glad you were down here. Izuku thought over the sights he had been blessed to witness in their short interaction together, and he gave a wobbly smile. Maybe we can talk about space some more when we aren't behind on homework. Uraraka only stared at him for a moment, her mouth just slightly ajar, before she gave another grin. He felt his heart hesitate for just a moment before it hammered loud enough that he could feel it in his ears. How could she have such an effect on him? Yeah, of course we can, Deku-kun. 